I'm no longer bound, I'm no longer chained, I'm no longer captive, no longer restrained. Delivered, set free, and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Hey everyone, welcome to Be the Light. This is Pastor Zachia Robinson, and I have my husband here on the show with me, Pastor Eric Robinson. And today we are just briefly talking about some offense, disappointments, resentment, unforgiveness, and bitterness. We want to kind of ravel in on some of these things so that people can get free from the things that the enemy has been holding them captive to. So if this is a show you would like to listen to, tune in because this is a show you don't want to miss. My name is Freedom. Welcome everybody to Be The Light. I am Zakia Robinson, your host. And today I'm introducing my husband again, once again to the show. All right. All right. And we're getting ready to be talking about something exciting that's getting ready to happen for for us, I believe, just because it's our first conference that we're actually putting on together. And my husband is going to talk about this conference. Yeah. So we're having a conference here in the city, Tallahassee, Florida. If you're uh, anywhere around the city or the suburb areas or even inside of the city, we want to invite you all out to uh, this special conference that we have. Uh, just to give you a little bit of detail, this is a gathering to ignite our fire through uh, liberation and salvation for the souls of our city. And uh, the verse that we um, that we we built this around was Joel one. And it reads, Joel 1 and 14, consecrate a fast, proclaim a solemn assembly, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord, your God, and cry out to the Lord in permanent pleadings. So uh, this conference is called Fresh Fire Conference. Uh, It's going to be at Heaven to Earth Ministries. It's going to be tomorrow, 7 p.m., the 15th. At uh, 3813 North Monroe Street, Tallahassee, Florida, 32303. And if everyone know what the Fresh for Less is, then it's yes. in that same plaza. A lot of people know where that's at um, because it's Fresh for Less. <laughs> <laughs> and so what we want to do is we kind of just want to talk about what God has placed on our heart and the reason why God has placed this on my husband's heart. And so what was one of the things that when God brought this to you, what was some of the things that he prompted your spirit with about this conference? Uh, one of the biggest things is the scripture talks about how um, in the latter days, Satan would try to wear out the saints. So um, the biggest what I what I noticed is in the pattern um, of, of the book of Acts, when things were getting um, dangerous around the town when Jesus arose um, and the disciples, they were starting their ministry, starting churches, but there was a lot of persecution. There was a lot of pressures of the world that was taking place. Uh, one thing that I that I noticed out of out of those stories was it said that the disciples, they were gathered daily together. And um, that's kind of like what I feel like what's happening now with the body of Christ. It's important that as the things in the world become more wicked, it's important for us to gather together even the more so that our light can shine even the more. So uh, that was like the biggest thing that um, that I kind of immediately thought about when the Lord was like, hey, I want you to do I want you to do a a conference March 15th. And he gave me the rest of the details from there. So this is going to be a conference that's going to ignite the body of Christ. It's going to ignite your fire. It's going to it's going to reignite your prayer life. It's going to uh, possibly get some of you guys free if you're battling with with infirmities or or de- demonic possession. Anything that you make this this that conference that you're going to come and get that fire back. 
And so what can I expect? Like if they come, what, what is it that, what is the expectation for when people come? The expectation of come expecting God's best. Come expecting God's best, um, especially since we're seeing revival breakout in different uh, ministries in different areas. I want you to come with that same expectancy because we're going to seek the Lord. Uh, we're going to we're going to we're going to be praying on certain things, especially with the things that's going on with the world, domestic things. We're going to be uh, intercess intercessor. We're going to be worshiping God. We're going to uh, we may see people get set free uh, from internal things that they've been battling with for years. And uh, we're going to just see the glory of God uh, infiltrate the, the place of God and um, and allow this place to become an upper room experience. Hey, man, because I think there's a lot of people that's out there right now. And it's just like sometimes you just feel stuck or maybe you just don't know where to start, especially with prayer. I was just listening to um, something about prayer now. Like when you don't invite God into every area of your life, it's like you you can mess it up. OK, but when you invite God into your prayer life, when you invite God into every situation of your life, it's like now he has the ability to talk to you, to to guide you, to lead you on the direction and path that you should take. And so mm-hmm. when we're allowing God to lead us, that means we're giving him full access to us, even when we don't understand. I agree. Um, and that just goes right into what we're going to be c- briefly discussing today. Um the principles of release. And this is the process of being demonically bound um, with the with the world we live in today. There's a lot of things that are being spelled out in the media. Um, Satan is coming after our kids in schools and just different different attacks left and right. These fiery darts, as the Bible says, that the enemy released these fiery darts against God's people. Um, I want to just remind us of this process that is, is perfectly laid out in the scriptures of how we as believers are to guard our gates so that we won't become demonically bound. Amen. And uh, so I just laid out a few things on how this process works. And um, usually it starts off with an offense, mm-hmm. right? It starts off with the offense and then it and then it goes from there to disappointment. And then from there, their resentment, those resentment walls are built up. And then from there, you have unforgiveness. And then from there, you move from unforgiveness to bitterness. And now you have a spirit of revenge, which ultimately manifests itself in witchcraft. I was just listening to Derek Prince. He was just talking about this. Yeah, like so literally like not even an hour ago. <laughs> this is what happens internally mm-hmm. in the in the human being um, when when we are um, ignorant of Satan's devices. Right. Right. This is how it usually plays out. And it's important for us as believers to make sure we are checking our motives and, and you know, being being sensitive to what is happening with us and and uh, we know that Satan has mastered the sense realm so he's always going after the emotions of a person because mm-hmm. if, he, if he can get you in your flesh now you are warring against the spirit of God because the Bible says that the spirit wars against the flesh so mm-hmm. now when you're in the flesh now you can't please God because you're not in the spirit and you're not operating out of faith you're mm-hmm. operating out of the flesh and what flesh wants yeah, one of the things that comes to mind is like, what is that one thing that you're battling with that you're like, it's out of control? Like, I know it's not me when this rises up. And one of the one of the big ones is anger. A lot of people get angry so quick, you know, road rage or just angry to the point where they're flipping things and, you know, punching walls. And it's like, what is causing you to go that far? OK, even God's word says that you can be angry just in not 
And so what, mm-hmm. what, what does that look like? Okay, I'm angry right now, but you know what? I'm going to decide to go read my word. I'm going to go decide to pray. I'm going to decide maybe to go take a walk or go work out something other than doing what those thoughts and those other emotions that tries to get you to react to. And you have to understand, like, even when people go through deliverance, there's still times in your life where the enemy will still test you to see if it's still there. So like, for instance, if you have been delivered from anger and all of these different things that came with anger, but yet you like this thought came up and said, Hey, you should go do this right now. You're like, hold on. I know that came from the past. Let me go do the opposite of what this thought just said for me to do. Amen. I agree. And that, that ties into offense. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the biggest thing we can do when we get offended is to pull our brother or sisters to the side and express that, you know, mm-hmm. um, express that, varn- you know, hey, you know, when you said this, like that really bothered me, you know, what did you mean by this? Mm-hmm. In order for, you know, so that we won't just make an assumption, but the communication um, is, is very important. And that ties in Proverbs 19 and 11 says, good sense makes one slow to anger and it is his glory to overlook an offense. James 119 also talks about what you were saying with slow to slow to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. And then also in Matthew 18 verses 15 through 17, it says, moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. And I think this is so important, you know, that we don't have these uh, these kingdom wars against Mm -hmm. one another because we're all on the same team. And I remember Paul when he was talking about how be careful that you don't devour one another Mm -hmm. like lions, you know, two lions devouring one another. And and now the kingdom is separated because we can't stand because we're not in agreement. So it's so important that we talk to our brother and our sister versus making this assumption. And now we are warring against each other. And that is not God's will for this kingdom. Not just that, but literally what most people do is what they do. They go call somebody else to talk about the situation versus calling the person to talk to them about about it um you know i'm i've been guilty of that plenty of times before to before i got to the place where i am now with god but before that it's like okay i gotta call somebody i gotta tell them what this person did but god is like no i need you to not do that i need you to call your brother and sister i need you to correct it with them first and then it even goes farther than that that if you're not able to correct it with them then you are to bring someone else in the the mm-hmm. midst of it so they can kind of mediate between the two of you to figure out what it is and what's going on and then if that happens and you still can't get it right in the end, eventually you just have to separate yourself from, from the person, you know, end it on a good note and then separate yourself. Yeah. Um, a lot of, you know, when that when that does happen, when you don't, you know, do what the what the word says, you, you find yourself in a position of error. And what happens is now you got gossip and backbiting that mm-hmm. takes place. And now it's a wide open door for Satan and his demons to come in and, and, and infiltrate you. Right. And now and now, you know, where you had the mindset of Christ, you no longer have that mindset. You, you, it's like it's like you're a Pharisee now uh, because because you're trying to be holy. But yet this this other thing inside of you is causing you to operate in the opposite of what the word says. So uh, so we just have to be careful when we are um, dealing with certain things and make sure that, Lord, wh- wh- what should I do in this situation? Mm-hmm. You know, so the next thing is our disappointment. Um, you know, God cares about our disappointment and worry. 
Right. So the best thing we should we should be able to do is humble ourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may lift us up in due time, cast all of our anxieties on him because he cares for us. And that's first Peter five verses six through seven. Uh, another thing is God is near. We got to remember that God is always near. Mm -hmm. The righteous will cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all of their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Mm -hmm. And I want to go back to where it says to um, this part right here, where it says cast all of your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And that's exactly what he wants us to do. He wants us to yeah. cast it on him, not cast it by opening up another door to something else that we're trying to suppress it with. You know, we have a lot of things out here. We have drugs, we have alcohol, we have other forms. We have, you know, people that just, they get depressed and they begin to just eat, you know, the gluttony spirit. And so he wants us to cast these things on him so that it doesn't overtake us, so that it doesn't open up other doors to us. And now we're not just dealing with disappointment. But you're dealing with maybe you're dealing with depression now. You're dealing with stress, anxiety, yeah. fear because the the disappointment happened. Now your brain is trying to overthink. Okay, how did this get here? Why did this happen? And then you're trying to, especially when you're disappointed from people, you start to try to figure out. Okay, what is this person thinking? And this whole time the enemy's just playing on your mind. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's kind of like you know a seed when it goes into the ground. It's like the disappointment is the germination of that mm -hmm. seed. Those roots are now growing, mm -hmm. right? And and it's spread. And now you're meditating on that disappointment. And now you're in the place to where um, your mind is no longer on the things of God. Your affections are no longer on the things of God, but it's on like, man, how could this person do this to me? When we know that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, mm -hmm. but principalities and powers. Right. So it's not the person. It's the power behind the person. Mm -hmm. You know, so the best thing we can do is, you know, ask this person, hey, you know, I'm disappointed. You know, why did you do this? You know, have that comfort, have that hard conversation with that person so that your heart can can continue to be pure and sanctified and um you know I was I was dealing with a case actually this week with someone we was doing deliverance on and um and he had disappointment you know his mm -hmm. his grandmother had died and you know he was feeling some type of way towards God about it and um we couldn't deal with the spirits because he still had that hurt that mm -hmm. he was holding on to and unfortunately he was all the way to the witchcraft part, you know, he had the unforgiveness towards God and all these different things, the resentment towards God. Mm -hmm. But it all started with the uh, disappointment, mm -hmm. you know, because he didn't understand, you know, why I felt I felt like my my grandmother died prematurely or all these different things mm -hmm. happened, you know. So um, I think it's great that we get that understanding from the one that disappointed us so that we don't. Uh, continue to move on to resentment and 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 bitterness and witchcraft so that we can continue to walk with Christ with the right mindset. Yeah, what I was just thinking is that um, disappointment comes from when your expectations are different from what God has for you. When you begin yeah. to partner with God on his plans and his will, you won't be disappointed. People won't disappoint you. Things won't disappoint you because those things wouldn't matter because yeah. you have what ultimately matter, which is Christ, God. So when we step away from him, what I'm seeing right now is when we step away from him, we're, we're walking, not just walking away from him, but we're walking away from everything that comes from him. Amen. And so it opens us up into this open field when we was never meant to be in an open field alone. We were meant to be with our father, the spirit of God. But 
unfortunately we all go through things we all have this journey that we're we have to be pulled back into christ like hey you know okay i do need god because i'm out here in this field and i'm getting tore up out here but god is like come back you know just like the prodigal child come back my arms are open is we getting ready to have a feast for you for coming back and so if you're a person out there that's kind of stepped away from god tomorrow it's going to be an excellent way to get right back on that path with god tomorrow for the conference that we're having and so if you're feeling that way, come out tomorrow, receive prayer, yeah. receive whatever God wants to give to you. Also come with expectations, mm-hmm. expectations. And I say that and I said it slowly because some people, they just come just like, oh, I'm just going to be here for the fun. No, it's not just for the fun. It's for an expectation, a move of God so he can move in your life. Yeah. Um, when when I thought about this conference, I, I thought about literally your secret place is going to be here. It's going to manifest at this place. It's going to, mm-hmm. we're going to, it's going to be uh, uh, us there, but the conference is going to become the secret place Amen. as if it's just you and God there. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, I, I believe that God is calling the body of Christ deeper to intimacy with that relationship with him. He wants to show us deeper things. Um, I thought about how when, when John in the book of revelation, when he was talking about, uh, you know, uh, rolling it out, it's talked about how um, Christ was there and he, and he, and he said, come up hither. And I believe that's what God is trying to get us as the body of Christ is to come up hither to go into the deeper things. He want to show us things that we've never heard and seen before. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in order to do that, we have to, to get in that secret place with him. So, um, so um, even dealing with the disappointment, it wasn't until we, I walked him through this, this portion where I said, Hey, let's just say this prayer and let's ask God, you know, um, to, to, conf- you know, to give you more understanding. And, and, and at some point we was able to, I told him to release that disappointment to God. Mm-hmm. Once he did that, everything changed. Yeah. Every, it's like, it's like this weight came off of him. And, uh, he's, it, after all of that, and then we dealt with the, the demons and all those things. He said, man, I've, I've never felt this free in years. Mm. You know, so um, so, you know, God is is always here. We just need to communicate and be transparent. You know, the the best marriages, which which we all have a marriage relationship with God. When we came into salvation, when we prayed that prayer, baptizing all those things, we was we said I do to God. Mm-hmm. So that's our first marriage. But the best marriages is the one that is transparent. The most, mm-hmm. the transparent you are with God, the better your relationship with God is going to become. Mm-hmm. And so the next thing we're going to talk about is resentment. Okay. So first you have offense, then disappointment. Now you're starting to resent. Hebrews 4.16 says, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Okay. We all need mercy. We all going to need grace. Okay, which one is it that you're in need of right now? But it says that let us then with confidence, which means you have to know that you know that when you draw near to God, he's getting ready to draw near to you. Mm-hmm. When you draw near to God, he's going to answer every single question that you have. He's going to address every issue that you're currently going going through. Sometimes I, I feel like we just overthink. It's like, okay, for instance, okay, Perfect example. I was doing an inner healing session today with one of my clients and she was just saying like, 
Oh, yeah. I started. Uh, I've been waking up at four o'clock and, you know, I just hear read your word. And then I hear, you know, then I try to go back to sleep. And she's like, she's one of these visual people where she said before I, before she came to me, she started. She, she was saying like a lot of spirits and everything. And she had a rough childhood, you know, not just a childhood, but a, a rough life period. But the more and more I see her, I'm, I'm seeing the glory of God over her. And I said, I said, you know what you're hearing, right? She was like, no, what am I hearing? I said, that's the Holy Ghost. She said, no, stop. I got the Holy Ghost. That's what that is. I was like, yeah, you got the Holy Ghost. She was like, so that's why I'm hearing you need to get in your word. That's why I'm hearing I need to get up at four o'clock. I was like, yeah, that's the Holy Ghost. She said, this whole time I'm thinking it's me, not realizing that she have received the Holy Spirit the last session that I had wow. with her. And so God is starting to show her and starting to speak through her. And I was like, wow, God, like, thank you for using me to help her because none of this is me. I'm taking all the information in through God to to feed it to her and now she's receiving it but it's like she was overthinking she was like i didn't know it was that easy to to hear from god like yeah like when you start walking in alignment you know god will begin to speak to you and she was just even saying like there's things that she was doing before that people just looking at her different like okay who is this person that you're talking to because i've never seen this side of you before but mm -hmm. it's because she began to press into God. And now that she has pressed into him, he's pressing back because he's always pressed into us. But he's a gentleman. He's he's going to mm -hmm. wait for your for you to say, hey, I I'm welcoming you in. And now that she's doing that, it's just an amazing thing to see the work of God working through her. Amen. That's awesome. Um, you know, we just need to cast our cares onto God. Amen. Give God that before you put that resentment wall up. Cry out to God about what's taking place, what you're feeling, how you're feeling. Why are you feeling this? Who violated you? Who offended you? Who? Why are you disappointed? A lot of these things are hidden expectations, mm -hmm. you know, so um, give that to God and allow him to do that hard work and heal you so that you want move on to unforgiveness. And so the next the next phase is unforgiveness. You know, the heart begins to you've met it. You've got offended. You're disappointed. Now you got some resentment and now you're moving on to the state of unforgiveness. Mark 11, 25 says, and whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone so that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you of your trespasses, too. Mm hmm. Right. I just thought about Jesus when he was on that cross. He said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. He knew that it was the principalities that was behind these actions that was trying to persecute him. He said if they knew that they have crucified the son of glory, then they wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. Right. So we got to remember like who it is, you know, love, love the sinner, hate the sin. Yes. Uh, we got to we got to remember that. OK, if I don't forgive this, no matter how bad it was, no matter what happened, if I don't forgive this person, then God won't forgive me. And I want and I won't be able to enter those pearly gates mm -hmm. and not not just that. But now my prayers won't my prayers will be hindered if I harbor this unforgiveness in my heart. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Next one. Bitterness. Bitterness is the next one. Ephesians 4 and 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and, and clamor and slander be put away from you doing uh, along with all malice. Hebrews 12 and 15 says, see to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God and that no root of bitterness springs up and cause trouble. And by it, many become defiled. Mm -hmm. Right. So we 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 must make sure that we are. um protecting our heart so that that root of bitterness won't won't take place and root in us 
at this point, this is when there's the um, you um, have demonic spirits inside of you. And now you are getting uh, different thoughts. Um, different things are taking place. And now what what what, uh, what what Satan's kingdom is trying to do is trying to get you to to manifest the actions of what they're saying in your mind. Mm hmm. Right. And this is the part where now you have to use a lot of spiritual warfare on a day to day basis and remove those thoughts and cast them down because um, because of how this process is now rolled out in your heart. And then lastly, we switch to witchcraft. Um, Psalms 37 and 8 says, refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourselves. It tends only to evil. Galatians 5, 19, 23, it says now now the practices of the sinful nature are clearly evident. So when you got that root of bitterness and now you got a revengeful spirit, now you're going to fully manifest this thing. And it's going to be a lot of fleshly things. They're gonna, it says uh, the Bible teaches us to tell us to uh, watch the fruit of, of different people. Mm -hmm. Right. So. What does those fruit look like? These are the fruits, sexual immorality, impurity, sexual sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control, idol worships, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions that promote heresies, envying, drunkenness, riotous behavior and other things like these. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the spirit is the result. Of his presence within is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, peace, uh, patience, not the ability, uh, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There are no law. So we see the different types of fruit in this one passage. And in order for us to produce these things, we got to operate in love. Always choose love. Love covers a multitudes of sin. So the ultimate release from all of these things is when you're screaming out on your cross, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. The Bible tells us to, to bear our cross, right? To, to right. take up our cross, to die to self and to live in the spirit. Love is the answers. Romans 12, says it this way bless those who persecute you bless and do not curse do not repay anyone evil for evil do not take revenge my dear friends but leave room for for god's wrath for it is written it is my to avenge i will repay say the lord first peter 5 10 through 11 after you have suffered for a little while the god of all grace who imparts his blessing and favor who called you to his own eternal glory in christ will himself complete confirm strengthen and establish you making you what you ought to be that's the solution to getting free from these heart issues Listen, so I know we just said a mouthful <laughs> in such a little time. And so if you need to listen to the replay of this, it will be on my YouTube, Zakia Robinson, so that you can play it in slow motion if you need to. Um, but again, th this is really important that we all begin to get this, that. When you allow offense to happen, then you get disappointment. Then from disappointment is resentment. Then from resentment is unforgiveness. Unforgiveness leads to bitterness. And once you've hit bitterness, it leads, it can lead to witchcraft. Okay. God says that he's coming for his bride without a spot or a wrinkle. All right. So what, what's causing you to be a little um, spotty? <laughs> what's oh. causing you to be a little wrinkled? What is it on the inside of you that God is not pleased with? If he wants us to be spotless, 
then having demonic spirits on the inside of you is not a spotless issue. Um, not a spot. It's not spotless, but having it removed. Now you're looking, looking more like Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have to be more looking like Christ, which is Jesus. We have to look more like him, walk like him, talk like him, deal with the things in the manner that he have. We have to walk in the authority that, that we have been given because he left that for us. And so, when God, when not God, but when Jesus left, he did not leave for us to be bound with depression, stress, anxieties, fear, worry, you know, um, lustful issues. He didn't leave for us to be that way. He wanted us to be full and filled with the Holy Ghost. And when you're Amen. filled and full with the Holy Ghost, there's no room for anything else. That's good. Well said. Um, you know, we just. We have to we have to be conscious of what's going on inside of us. We're too worried about what this person that. No, we have to work on within, work it out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So with that being said, once again, if you have time to come out tomorrow, I know that's a lot of different churches, um, Wednesday night Bible study. But hey, if you want to come to get a fill up, you want to come to be set back on fire for God, a fresh fire for you and, and what God is doing in you. We all have to run our race and we this this is why we gather together in the kingdoms to be sharpened, to, to have our fire ignited so that we won't be worn out by the enemy. And the way we do that is what we're going to do tomorrow night. We're going to have a lot of things taking place. Come expecting great things. And again, we're going to be in the Fresh for Less Plaza, Heaven to Earth Ministries, um, where where Fresh for Less and McDonald's sits at in that plaza, North Monroe Street, 3813 North Monroe Street, uh, Tallahassee. Florida. Come join us and we'll see you there. Say that address one more time for those who's trying to catch it. 3813 North Monroe Street, Tallahassee, Florida. We will see you guys there. Yes. And I'm so glad you all tuned in today. If any of you have missed any of this again, please don't hesitate to check out the YouTube at Zakia Robinson. You will be able to hear the audio of this. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next week. Have a blessed evening. I'm no longer bound. I'm no longer chained. I'm no longer captive. No longer restrained. Delivered, set free, and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Thank you so much for tuning in to Be The Light. If you are looking for a life coach or maybe you're looking for some inner healing, please visit BeTheLight.Live. Again, that is BeTheLight.Live. And you can also follow us on YouTube for a replay of this show at Zakia Robinson. Be blessed. My name.